Welcome to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. Lord, here we are, standing before the cross upon which your Son, our Savior, is knelt upon. Lord, grant us courage to at least stand by your Son as he hangs there upon the cross. Let us each hear the words of our Lord to his own mother, to his own disciple. Behold your Son. Lord, strengthen us to endeavor to take care of one another as the body of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us by the power of his Spirit, his Holy Spirit, to love one another as he has loved us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Before endeavoring on a trip, do you count the cost? Or prior to starting a project, do you tally up the price before beginning? It would be foolish of us to begin a journey or to engage in a new project without first determining what it will take to complete the end result, without considering what it will cost to finish what we have started. Jesus counted the costs from before the heavens and the earth were created. The very act of creation itself meant that God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit counted the cost of creation. The Trinity determined beforehand that it was worth it. The cost of creating us creatures in the image of God was worth the love and the heartbreak that it would bring to God. The Lord God knew that by loving his creatures, it would result in heartbreak. It would result in separation. And yes, it would result in exile for his creatures. Yet he promised from the very beginning to send a rescuer, to send a redeemer, to send a savior. He loves us so much that he becomes the new Adam, the one who will reverse the curse and renew blessings to humanity. He walks with us and becomes one of us to restore his very own image upon us and now to live within us as true temples of the Almighty God. And although our sin nails our Lord Jesus to the tree of crucifixion, He willingly lays down His life upon the wood of the cross, allows Himself to be lifted high, to be lifted up on Golgotha, that place of the skull. And there, on the dead wood of a cross-shaped tree, hangs our Lord, hangs our God. There hangs the fruit from the new tree of life, the body of our God and our Savior. He has become the fruit of the tree of life, 
And when we trust in Him, then we feast upon Him, and He gives us true life. We commune with the One who blots out our sin and casts them away as far as the east is from the west when we join together within His body, the church, to eat His flesh and drink His blood. And there upon the cross... We look up to him as the Israelites looked up to Moses' staff. And we are healed if we have faith in his promise. The same eternal promise spoken over David, over Moses, Abraham, Noah, and Adam. To trust in faith in our gracious and good Lord that he has delivered us. So when we speak of counting the cost... We so often forget the cost of following God. Abraham counted the cost. He counted the cost of loving God and following him. Abraham, who was chosen by God out of the blue to leave his home, leave his family for a new land, for a promised land to him and to his descendants. God revealed himself to Abraham with a promise that he would even have descendants, descendants who would bless the world. And decades, decades after those promises were made, when Abraham is in his old age and he finally has a single son, God put him to the test to kill that promised son, Isaac. And Abraham followed God's command. By following to a letter God's request to sacrifice Isaac. Abraham demonstrates to us what a steadfast faith looks like. He even tells his servants, stay back. As me and the boy walk ahead to the mountain that God has commanded for this sacrifice. And before he leaves, Abraham turns back to those servants and tells them, I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. We will come again to you. Abraham trusts so much in his God and our God. Trusts so much in God's promises with such a strength that he knows that both he and Isaac shall return. Isaac walks with his father Abraham towards that mount. And finally, Isaac asks the question that we're all asking, reading this account. Where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham faithfully responds that God will provide. And then, when the time of the sacrifice has come, Abraham does not hesitate to unsheath his blade and lift up his hand in preparation to sacrifice his own son. Abraham has such a faith that he trusts God to such an extent that he knows that God can raise his own son even from death. And then, as he raises his hand up, ready to come down upon his son, the angel of the Lord, the messenger of the Lord God, who has visited his people throughout the Old Testament, appears. The one who bears the name of the Lord, the one to whom God told Moses 
follow him. For when he speaks, he speaks as God. For my name is in him. That messenger of God, the pre-incarnate son of God, stops Abraham saying, Now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And then the Lord God, the angel of the Lord, the messenger of God, provides not a lamb, but a ram. For he is waiting to provide the promised lamb for this day when he, God the Son, steps out into the world. The lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world becomes our Passover lamb. Sacrificed near the same mount that Abraham ascended with Isaac. And today, we know that God loves us, seeing that He has not withheld His Son, His only Son, from us. Have you ever paused to look upon the cross and count the cost? All our hatred, our insatiable anger, our desperate lies, our deceits are nailed to that cross. All our unrighteousness, the hideousness of our double life, the deformities of our hearts are nailed to that cross. Every instance that we have taken advantage of one another, every moment that we neglected to help another image of God, nailed to that cross. The times that we cut down our neighbors, speak murderous words to our family, and despise and ignore even our children, nailed to that cross. The pain that pulses now in your very body, the suffering that's in your soul, the depression and wild thoughts that plague your mind are nailed to that cross. For our sins, each and every one of them, are nailed upon that cross. And so when our Lord Jesus Christ says it is finished, truly it is finished, final, done. So when Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, God's eternally begotten Son, willingly goes to the cross and allows Himself to be crucified, He is telling you that you are worth it. In the eyes of your Creator, you, his creation, are worth infinitely more than the sparrows that God cares for or the lilies that he's clothed so beautifully. After all, the Father has numbered the very hairs on your head. And so when he sends the Son to willingly die for you, he's telling us that he eternally considered the cost and loves you far more deeply than the greatest love you've ever had. For you are worth it in the eyes of the Almighty. That never-ending love of the Father is shown by the Son who would die for us prodigals and thereby welcome us home into His loving arms. Jesus, our Savior. Jesus, our Lord. Jesus, our King, looks out to us and cries to the Father as our intercessor from the cross. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. What wondrous love, what amazing grace that our King, our Lord, our Savior should die for us. So consider 
the cost. Count it and look at love. True, complete, self-emptying love in the face of what Christ accomplishes upon the cross. See true love and respond to it in trust. Complete and reckless and whole trust in Christ alone who finished your broken sinfulness and redeemed you for salvation by the nails and the blood of the cross. Repent and turn away from your sins. Discard your evil thoughts. Purge your self-loving ways and follow the way of peace. Eat of the Passover lamb and cling desperately to the feet of Jesus nailed upon the cross, the author and the finisher of our faith. Your sins are not too much for the eternal I am to cover with his grace. Your soul is not too far darkened for the light of Christ to shine upon you and cast out the darkness. For God has entered into his creation. God has died for his creatures. And God has made you one with him. Count the cost and cast your cares upon the one who carries the cross. Amen. Thank you again for joining us on the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. We hope that you'd visit us in person. We have Sunday worship uh, every Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And you can visit us on our website at www.goodshepherdacna.com or visit us on Facebook at Good Shepherd ACNA. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It not only makes us feel better, but more importantly, it helps those who are searching for Anglican podcasts find podcasts like this one and other ones that are out there on the web. Thank you, God bless, and have a good one. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do.